0: Rochester Today with Andy Brownell and Tom Ostrom on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's an abbreviated, once again, abbreviated Rochester Today program with Tom Ostrom, Minnesota Twins baseball on a matinee game at Target Field against Cleveland, a big game for the Twins, Enough of that because we have a limited amount of time. I want to switch over to Mr. Ostrom. Good morning, Tom, and you have the mailbag. Good morning, Andrew. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: This, again, this was forwarded to me from Harold, who got it from a friend. He thought we'd enjoy the humor, and it shows a wonderful photograph of 10 Amish uh, gentlemen in their Sunday best standing by their their carts (laughs) lined up neatly now you have a vintage automobile andy and you sometimes take it to auto shows and you see how they line up along the curbs in a nice order so it shows all these amish with their horse-drawn carts lined up in order and it's and and it says next year's car show due to gas prices (laughs) that's pretty good i like that one (laughs) And then then here's a photograph of, um, uh, I don't know the source, it was sent to me, but I don't know who took the photograph. There's a photograph of Archie Bunker and Edith, and he's looking at her, (laughs) and he's talking as if he were on the show during the Biden years, He's, he's looking at Edith, and he's saying, Hey, would you look at that? Hey, look at that. The man who left 300,000 guns for the Taliban in Afghanistan to use is lecturing us on gun control. <laughs> I just love that Bunker show. <laughs> it used to laugh. All the family. <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. family. Uh, this from uh, the Babylon Bee <laughs> Starbucks engineers have reportedly almost developed a cup of coffee half as good as McDonald's. (laughs) Okay. Oh, and then then this from Branko. (laughs) Branko. He has a big uh, post standing right next to Biden and some Democrats. And the post says, These policies came from the swamp, the Afghan disaster, inflation, baby formula shortage, high cost of living, high fuel prices, high crime, open border disaster and division and hate. And Biden and his Democrats are pointing their fingers away from that list saying, hey, look back there. Look back there. January 6th, January 6th. (laughs) Get our minds off that. (laughs) And then one more. This from. Uh, This from Nevada, Dan, Uh, he shared with me a a long American Spectator article and uh, it shows the Watergate story goes all the way back to. And and yet the Spectator listed all the good things Nixon did that just doesn't get any publicity anymore. And the landslide electoral victory that he had. and, and Dan said the Democrats owned the news media back then, too, and got the media to vilify Nixon. Uh, his so-called crimes are not nearly as bad as the ones that have been subsequently committed by Democrats. But the media wanted to overturn Nixon, destroy him, uh, and overturn his election. Now the Democrat media is trying to do the same to tr- Trump. All they have for the election coming up is hate Trump, hate Trump. Um, i hope the voters see through that i hope they recall trump's good policies and uh and get on with this uh, and i think i think that's true too uh however a recent poll showed that Desantis is really giving trump a month run for his money in polls uh, uh both men are popular and uh but uh we'll see what happens there but that's the mailbag
0: okay and because we have such a Short window, we're going to take a really quick break and come back with more of Rochester Today on Thursday with Tom Ostrom. I'm Andy Brownell. It's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hi, I'm James Raby for Livia Weight Control Center. Today with Andy Brownell and Tom Ostrom on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to an abbreviated Rochester Today on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM minnesota twins baseball pregame at eleven thirty this morning i'm andy brownell with tom ostrom and uh, we're going to try to squeeze in as much as we can and a reminder that tomorrow we will have bill Werner from the minnesota news network on and uh, talking about <laughs> what is happening and not happening uh within our state government tom you want to start off with uh minnesota news
1: evan of uh, alpha news said that republicans are really going after governor waltz and his uh energy policies that are counterproductive. You alluded to this one time, Andy, and explained it so well. The Mid-Continent Independent System Operator uh, supplies power to 40 million people in the central US. That's the uh, North Central States and the Southern Central States from Minnesota down to Louisiana. And and the uh, MISO, the Mid-Continent uh, Independent System Operator, is warning about the capacity for shortfalls and other concerns over the next few summers. There's an increased risk of uh, controlled power outages to ensure the system won't fail in times of high demand and what they say are fewer resources. And Minnesotans could be severely affected by this. And Governor Walz's energy policies, uh, Republicans say, or lack thereof are exacerbating uh, the situation and that uh, and, and, and Waltz is in lockstep with congressional leaders that are purposely intruding on the energy system to get their green revolution. And uh, uh, so Republicans are on that case and uh, saying, Waltz is behind Biden's disastrous policies every step of the way. But you, you get a good report on that once. Do you have anything to
0: add to that? Well, I would just add if we do end up with rolling blackouts this summer. Uh, It can't help Walz's chances. It's got to hurt him. He is the uh, current governor and he has set some pretty lofty goals for the use of renewable energy in uh, the relatively short-term future. I read an article recently because I've told you before, so much of this depends on batteries. If somehow magically we come up with a new battery technology that can long-term store the energy produced by these renewables for use, when there's no wind and no sun, uh, then you might actually have a viable goal in mind. You'd be able to set time markers, but that technology doesn't exist. Right now with existing technology, this is the, I believe the global supply of batteries would power the world for about 11 seconds. (laughs) To give you an idea. So if you had any... uh, Any delusion, I guess, that you were going to be able to power our systems solely with renewables, Uh, I don't know where you're coming from because it would take a dramatic change in lifestyle, and I I would say draconian change in lifestyle for any of this to realistically come to fruition without some really significant technological breakthroughs over the next couple of years I'm not saying it's impossible because those breakthroughs could take place but whatever policies these governments put together you can't count on technology that hasn't been created yet you have to plan for the future with what you know and what you can project today Mm -hmm. and what we have today is insufficient for what they have set for the goals so um, yeah, it's crunch time. It's already here. It's, way, it's here way sooner than I expected it to be here. I thought we had another five or six years before this would happen. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, rely on one more Minnesota item. Uh, the Supreme Court of Minnesota ruled that Minneapolis failed to properly staff the police department Uh, It ruled with the plaintiffs in a lawsuit claiming the city of Minneapolis violated the law by understaffing its police department. The court agreed with the Hennepin County District Court uh, ruling from last year that the mayor has an obligation to employ a police force, according to the charter uh, of 731 officers. And they weren't doing that. They said, well, that's what the charter says, but uh, the mayor may not or may uh, adhere to it. And uh, uh, the plaintiffs in the case were residents of Minneapolis North Side, an area plagued with high crime, and their district court uh, was uh, the district court was overturned uh, that that said that this did not have to be complied with by a court of appeals, and and uh, the Minneapolis City Council has to fund the police force up to 731, and uh, the mayor is legally obligated to have to do that. And the, the police department has been plagued by retirements and sick leaves and uh, uh, people are just resigning from the force because of the uh, contemporary attitudes and resistance to police. And so Republican Party Chair David Han applauded the Supreme Court for upholding the law and... Uh, and and the Republicans claim we take crime more seriously than the Democrats do. And uh, we need more police on the streets. And that's Minnesota, Andy.
0: All right. Well, interestingly enough, the pragmatic part of that ruling is going to be difficult. Uh, the court has more or less said what that judge indicated was correct, which actually set deadlines for the city of Minneapolis to meet hiring goals. And they're actively trying to hire, they ha- they're they trying to hire a police chief and they can't do that. They've been unable to find somebody to take the job of police chief in <laughs> Minneapolis, Uh-oh. let alone hmm. fill patrol positions. So whether or not hmm. they can even do it just because of the nature of the job and the nature of the job market is going to be interesting. I did want to mention one more Minnesota news because I think you would have appreciated this, Tom. Um, this was off this... Um, Minnesota crime website that you have mentioned before that I think they do an outstanding job of spot news coverage of criminal activity in the state of Minnesota, um, especially in the Twin Cities. And they put up a post earlier this week or over the weekend about a traffic stop or uh, expired license plates tabs that led to the arrest of a man who was wanted for a fatal shooting. Now, I believe it's St. Paul and Minneapolis have changed their policies for their law enforcement officers so they're not pulling over people with expired license tabs anymore because that has been deemed to be a discriminatory practice. Um, But law enforcement folks that I know, including the Elmstead County Sheriff, who's stated this on the air multiple times, there are numerous examples of those types of police stops routine police actions for traffic uh violations that lead to significant drug busts, weapons arrests and in this case a murderer and the best example that the sheriff always points out is the oklahoma city bomber timothy McVeigh. he was pulled over on a highway for expired license tabs that's how they actually caught up with him so it uh, was brought up as an example by the minnesota crime case it was uh, a murder i believe out of white bear lake That was finally solved due to an officer making a routine traffic stop for a uh, non-criminal offense violation. So so we can move on to uh, national news because there's plenty to talk about, Tom, today.
1: Before we do, I I just want to comment that there seems to be a propensity of people who have uh, significant violations in one category, uh, a high probability that they are negligent and criminal in other categories or lawbreakers in other categories, and so the people who don't like traffic stops say they discriminate against a certain uh, element of the population, but that admission then tells me an element that seems to have a propensity for committing crimes. But if you intervene, of course, it's uh, called uh, discrimination. So police are hand hand tied now nowadays. I was going to say handcuffed, no pun intended, uh, by by all these silly. Uh, Uh, social uh, sensitivities that are just getting in the way of public safety, in my opinion.
0: Okay, well, I'll say this, though. I'll I'll offer the counter perspective, even though I brought this topic up. Um, There have been (laughs) well-documented cases where a person who is trying to be law-abiding, trying to get by on a low-paying job and a high-cost area of the country to live, which the Twin Cities have become, um, and... Being late on getting their tabs or paying a fine for a parking ticket gets pulled over and gets another citation. Can't pay that one because of the circumstances I've just described. The next thing you know, this person has 18 to 20, tri- you know, non-criminal offenses on their traffic record and get stopped and then they're wanted on a warrant and then they're put in jail, then they lose their job, then they lose their... You know, there is something to that side of the argument as well, that a person down on their luck can also have that kind of violation more easily than anybody else. Well, judges
1: have discretion and if they find out someone like that is not a dangerous offender and give them a break somehow, that's possible too in the system and and it's noteworthy to do it. But I don't think it... Should be an excuse to have police uh not intervene because no. what you just said uh there's a propensity for uh, criminal activity uh in addition to that often
0: i i'm not gonna i'm actually not gonna disagree with you <laughs> i'm just offering the counter view sure is, is you often chide me well the flexibility
1: <laughs> flexibility in the system for justice that's always there and if properly used uh, it will be just but i i see what you're saying too
0: all right we have about four minutes left for some national news tom what do you want to cover national news
1: uh well the the you know what (laughs) i'd I'd rather what i have left isn't interesting to me can
0: we go to international well, no I was hoping, I was hoping we could talk about the Supreme Court ruling regarding the religious schools okay okay I, I think that was a very significant ruling
1: okay but you know we were talking about the Supreme Court laws and and does everybody abide by them and I've been doing some research on that charter school thing that they're autonomous and they don't have to obey uh, public schools even though they're 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 not private uh, and that the justices have have uh, um Allowed uh, charter schools to have uh, dress codes in some jurisdictions, not in others. That's why I think this other case will be uh, appealed uh, in that sense. And and, and people don't have to follow Supreme Court. Look at Roe v. Wade. If it's uh, if it's uh, demolished, states can follow it, even if. The Supreme Court demolishes Roe v. Wade. So courts are very complex. And now here, what you're talking about, the Supreme Court sided with religious schools, uh, religious liberty, that a main tuition program that blocked funding tuition from being used at religious schools was was violating uh, the separation of church and state. But the Supreme Court said not. And uh, Jefferson's church and state violation uh, really wasn't to punish religion his original intent was to stop the state from controlling religion to keep the state away from religion because in colonial times the anglican church uh, uh, was part of the state and so this uh, anyway people who don't like that decision are
0: harping that church and state was violated that wall and i well i read up on part of this and it was uh... The dissenting opinion was written by Justice Sotomayor. And from what I could tangle from her argument was that if you were to extrapolate upon her argument, you could apply discrimination to people who are individuals as well, not just organizations like schools. Whereas the Roberts decision in this case said that applied evenly, you're given this piece of cash, you choose to spend it on education, you can't discriminate against somebody going to a religious school, all things being equal. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at Sotomayor's argument in Counterplace, which was the separation, the wall of separation between uh, church and state, she was seemed to be even suggesting that there could be a religious test for the uh, use of uh, government benefits, let's say Unemployment benefits that if you perhaps if you didn't uh, profess some sort of uh, I I guess I if you were deemed to be of some offensive religion that you would not be el- eligible for jobless benefits mm-hmm. under her rationale it seemed and uh, right. I, I I don't know where that's going to go anywhere but. We uh, obviously are keeping a close eye on the court, and we are keeping a close eye on the clock, time And we've got to run. <laughs> After okay. I kind of mumbled my way through that. Keep an eye on. All right. Well, we'll talk in more length next Tuesday when we get together again. All right. Yes. All right, Tom Ostrom. Thank you so much. I'm Andy Brownell, and it's been a short version of Rochester Today on News Talk 1340. K R O C A M at ninety six nine FM is the Family Service Rochester.